it's a shambles. And I'm either going to edit this so it doesn't sound like a shambles or it's just going to sound like a shambles. It's basically the upcoming NFL season in a podcast. That's why we've done it like this. It's broken up. It's all over the place and no one really knows what's going on. Nobody's, nobody's heard of us. No one listens anymore. I don't know why we do this. Yes, I do, because it's fun and we enjoy it. Adam in the host chair. Joining me, Rich Newnham. Hello. Hello. Patrick Jackson. Hello. Good evening. And Russell Milsom. Good evening. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's the way he likes it. There we go. 19 seconds until Partridge, um, which is the way it should be. Um this is just us getting together for a bit of a chat, really. Um, and I don't even fully know what we're going to talk about. But what I do know is I've got a little quiz to kick us off. Um, TV's pointless. <laughs> You're familiar with the premise of the quiz show Pointless. I tried this once before and it didn't quite work, but this, is, this one's a bit different. Um, so the lowest overall score will be the winner of this quiz. Um, is that because gonna... you don't have 100 members of the public to ask questions to? That is true. Although I think I seem to recall last time I just made the scores up. Um, <laughs> but now this time it's actual facts that create the numbers rather than people in a poll. So you, you'll see what I mean. Um, you're going to have be two rounds and you'll each have two goes in each round um, to name one of these things. And... Yeah, the points will go. Well, the first round uh, is going to be about the 2019 NFL season. And you're going to try and name a player with a certain number of rushing attempts throughout the season. And the lowest score wins. And the score will be the number of rushing attempts that player had. Um, So if you can find a player with one rushing attempt, then you're going to do very well. You can't get a pointless answer because zero in this game. Is could the literally be anyone. It could. Uh, so the, the total, the highest number of rushing attempts was 303. Um, so what's going to happen if you get one wrong? So if you name a player with no rushing attempts at all, you'll score 500 points in this round. Okay. How's that sound? Yeah, I've got it. Okay, lovely cool. stuff. Well, why don't you kick us off then, Russ? Um, uh, it's Jonu Smith. Oh, Nice. Jonu Smith had four rushing attempts. It's a strong star, Mr. Milsom. Okay, let's go to let's go to Rich. Oh, I was thinking quarterbacks, and I was gonna go with Eli Manning because I know he played like a minimal number of games and occasionally runs, but I suspect he didn't because of being worried about getting hurt. So. I am going to go with Jeff Wilson Jr. He's probably had more than four, but he shouldn't have too many. Jeff Wilson? Yeah. Uh, He has 27. That's way too many. (laughs) Well, we'll see, won't we? (laughs) We will see. Okay. Uh, Pat, your turn. I was going to go for D.D. Westbrook. D.D. Westbrook. 
he had five rushing attempts. So yeah, another, sweep another decent answer. Okay, um, we'll go back down the board. So Pat, we'll start with you again. Same, same board. Um, just name another one. All right, back to back Jags. I'm going to go Divine Azigbo. Can you play that last game against the Colts? Nothing else. O Z I G B O. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that's he has nine. Yes. So there we go. Solid. Uh, Rich, back to you. Uh, I am gonna go with Jimmy Garoppolo because I think he had like three. I know it wasn't many. Um, interesting. Jimmy Garoppolo had forty-six rushing what? attempts. Uh, uh, he obviously yeah. does a bit of scrambling. Um, <laughs> I don't remember him scrambling. He's getting a load of crap for uh, protecting the knee. <laughs> well, you're in the uh, lead. Right. <laughs> Uh, Russ, um, your final go on this question. Gosh, there's a guy from Atlanta, and I can't remember who his name, what his name was. He was like the backup, like the fullback. Um, oh, I tell you what, I'll go for. Um, is it Kyle Jukovic? Oh God! Yeah, the fullback, <laughs> the fullback for the Niners. Juice uh, uh, check. You know the guy I mean. who faked injury. I was yeah. going to go for him, and then I realised I couldn't remember his name, <laughs> even though he plays for the Niners. Uh, he has three attempts. God damn it! So, Russ, you're, full, you had the full, lowest score. Fullbacks are where fullbacks are where it's at in this in this round. Actually, QBs who don't run like Eli Manning would have been a good one to go for because taking a knee at the end of the game counts. Oh. It counts as a rush. Yeah, oh, that's of course. Some minus one yard. How many did Mason Rudolph has? He was my backup guess. Look, uh, I was thinking quarterback didn't play very often. Twenty-one he had. So I mean, a lot of QBs will you'll get a sneak that'll count, and um, so most of them will have some number against. Um, taking a lot of knees at the end of games is what screwed me there. Too many Niners wins. Oh, smooth. I'm just looking down the the, the players with one rushing attempt. Ben Roethlisberger, um, he hardly played. Golden Tate, uh, Michael Thomas. Yeah, sort of some wide receivers in there. Um, but, yeah, um, was, that's that what round. Was, so. what, what was Debo Samuel? Because he was going to be where Ooh. I went. Quite a lot, I think. Like, yeah, jet sweep. When, when, when Pat said jet sweep, that's where I wanted to... Uh... Oh, Samuel, 14, he would have scored. Yeah. There you go. All right, so, uh, scores on the doors. Pat, you're on 14. Rich, 73. And Russ, you're on 7. Um, next round... We sort of up the stakes because the scores might be naturally higher, and this is passing attempts in the in the year, and the highest is 626 attempts. Uh, attempts. And by the way, just as a matter of interest, who do you think had the most rushing attempts? Derrick Henry. Uh, 303. Zeke was next on 301. Uh, two QBs have 626. Um, but I won't mention them in case you end up saying them at this point. Um, same thing, we'll add the scores together, but this time it's a thousand if you get one wrong. <laughs> oh, risk reward. Absolutely. Did you say right. throwing attempts? Passing yeah. attempts. Passing attempts. All right, uh, let's start this time with Rich. God damn it. <laughs> A 
not sure if there's an advantage or not. It probably doesn't really matter. It's not really. I mean, I can barely remember what happened last season or players' names. So, <laughs> uh, I'm going to play it boringly safe and go with Ben Roethlisberger, who got uh, injured early enough to keep his score down, and then try and think of a wide receiver who's thrown a pass. <laughs> he we have he found time to get to attempt 62 passes before his injury. Um, yeah, it's not going to be you that wins, is it? But we'll uh, we'll move. Well, we'll move next to Pat. Uh, so I think the obvious answer for this is Taysom Hill. Oh, nice, um, <laughs> nice. Uh, well, you say that is it six? I'll take six. Six is yeah. fine. It's nine hundred ninety-four less than a thousand, so that's solid. <laughs> Quarterback of the future for the Saints there. Also fifty-six less than Richard sixty-two. Uh, right, Russ, who are you going for? I mean, it wouldn't be a Patriots season without Julian Edelman having a go somewhere along the line, would it? You've nearly nailed it. He had two oh. attempts. Um, why don't you see if you can nail it with your, your next answer as we, uh, we go back again? In fact, if you score 10 or fewer, you're going to win regardless. But, you know, go for the glory. You want that one pointer. Which is the, the single crowd, pointer. Well, I don't know. The thing is, there's going to be loads out there. There's going to be single pointers. Um, but I'm going to go <clears throat> for someone who didn't play very much. I think he played. I think he might have only played like a handful of snaps. And that is the legend that is Blake Bortles for the Rams. That's fantastic. And I think, <laughs> and I think he was picked off as well in one of those. He, he completed one and picked one. Yes. He had two attempts. You're spot on. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh, well, Robbie crazy. Blake Bortles, he has to he has to appear in any quiz. Alright, uh Pat, we may as well finish this off. Um give us another, I give us another remember name. Derek Henry completing a pass. But I think it might have been in the playoffs but whatever. It was in the playoffs. Um so uh, it doesn't matter now, but just for comedic effect that's going to get you that would be harsh to give you a thousand points here wouldn't it yeah Meh. it doesn't matter it's academic it's You're like right. finishing bottom of the league in league two so it doesn't matter <laughs> well do you know what well, second bottom this does matter and i'll tell you for why in a minute i'm going to let you have another go because i didn't make it clear that this was just a regular season all right i'll go devlin hodges then okay devlin devlin hodges with 160 passing attempts uh, Rich, you can actually come second now. <laughs> Amazing. How 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 few do I have to get? Uh, you okay? Uh, you would have to get forty-four to come second. That's great. Let's let's go. Um, great answer or bust. Emmanuel Sanders, I think, threw a flappy pass in a regular season game. That scores you. One point. I should have got and... Logan Cook. Damn it. <laughs> see, what what I kind of... This this quiz... See, shall I play Russian music? Yeah, we'll play Russ a bit of music. Yeah. Um, yeah. But really, this quiz is about who got the most points. And uh, unfortunately, Pat, uh, that is you. So you're going to get some music as well. <laughs> Seems a little bit mean, but fair it enough. Was, it was, but... Yeah, okay, I, I let him off the, the Derek Henry answer. 
yeah, that's basically. I know, would that that would have gone a thousand, so it yeah. wouldn't really have mattered. It's been would have been harsh, but you know, when have I worried about that? <laughs> right, I I don't know about anyone else. I haven't listened to a single NFL podcast in months, um, so apologies if we cover any ground that may have been covered. Um, as far as I know, there's going to be a season in about a month's time. The best part of though, best part of all this, and I don't think being grateful to COVID is the right way to go, but there'll be no preseason. Mm. So I don't even get to have my annual rant about the preseason. Silver linings. So, you know, when we do have a preseason, players all still go into week one and two undercooked and rusty. So we're going to see the same thing. Um, do we think that the play, we, well, are we losing anything by not having a preseason? You know, going straight into week one, will we notice a difference? No. Agreed. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no. Moving on. Like, yeah, you, already, you already said it in your in your prelude that like nobody of note plays in preseason. Like the starters maybe play a handful of snaps across three games. Is it three weeks of preseason, four weeks preseason? It's four. it's four weeks, but the four. Start, starters don't play <clears throat> week four at all. No, it's going to be so, two this year until they dropped it there, wasn't it? And and they don't play that many snaps anyway. So, I mean, it's a little bit of pomp and circumstance, isn't it? Preseason, they have the Hall of Fame game somewhere. Um, they all celebrate and wank each other off, and then. Uh, <laughs> And and then actually the the re, the real stuff comes in week one. You know, you say they're undercooked, but they do practice hard. They play their squad games and they play different bits in in training. So they should have everything everything nailed down. And they 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 train. Obviously, they prepare as best as they can. It's a balance between being knackered slash concussed whatever to being undercooked, and you you're constantly towing that line. There are all sorts of regulations about. You know, how much players can practice and how much contact they can have, rightly so. Um, I'd, yeah, couldn't agree more. I don't think there'll be any real difference um, for the sake of a few meaningless snaps that are no different to the practice field anyway. It's almost like I've been banging that drum for years. I think the bigger the bigger loss from preseason is going to be the fact that teams are not doing joint practices. And that, I think, is probably where more of the meaningful snaps actually take place in the preseason. Yeah, who'll fight the Raiders this year? But more, more importantly, where will we see all those random running backs that will tear off for loads and loads of <laughs> yards and get drafted in fantasy that don't even make the final roster? Where where will they go? Christian we won't Wade. know who they are. We'll have to actually listen to fantasy podcasts to uh, to find out who we should be actually drafting. Pr- primarily based in America, though, yeah? <laughs> well, well, do you know any fantasy football podcasts? American ones. Well, there was the one with the guy who stupidly sent a video of himself hitting on some girl creepily on Twitter and then getting outed, which was hilarious. What a prick. I tell you what, we're talking about fantasy football podcasts. There is a um, a fantasy football podcast that has recently um, had a a new injection of, of hosting and they did a podcast between them last week and it was a million times better than with the original guys. 
<laughs> trying to work out who you're having a pop at here. Well, oh, it's, 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 it's kickers matter. Exactly, um, exactly. I, I don't mind that. Um, but but Rich and um, the other guy, I can't remember his name now. Jay, oh, I don't know. I, I feel really bad mm, <laughs> over it. But but they did but they they did a podcast between the two of them last week. No Jack or Jamie, and it was really refreshing. Like really enjoyable listen. I've, I've definitely been keeping up with them, so obviously I heard all that, and it was great. Well, I did the um, the stuff on the Steve Rains Bowl and mm-hmm. different bits and pieces, um, but I, I haven't. Uh, I've, uh, Jamie keeps saying that I'm not welcome back on Kickers Matter, probably because I will rib him too hard. <laughs> I it's not. He's buying a drink first. To be fair, it's not just them. I'm so far behind on podcasts, and it's it's become a chore. Like. Normally, I'll have a commute or some time to myself, but the whole of lockdown, I've been working at home, um, and it's not just me at home. And you, can't, you just can't listen to podcasts. Um, so I've got literally hundreds of episodes. I'll never get around to listening to them. Never going to listen to them. Give it up, Adam. Given the option of having an extra half an hour in bed because you no longer commute versus getting up at the same normal time and listening to a podcast, the choice is pretty obvious. Says the man with no children. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's not about the extra half hour in bed, unfortunately. It's It's about time to yourself. And that's been absent. It's precious. You need to get yourself a shed. Russ has got himself a shed. Any other business? Spoilers. Oh, sorry if I just ruined it. Sorry, oh, Russ. Sorry. It did look magnificent. Get, get myself a shed or just have three poos a day. You know. <laughs> It'll be in my new podcasting arena. Nice. Oh, really? Interesting. Well, it's not that interesting. It's but... not that interesting. Anyway, American football. <laughs> yeah, shall I, yeah, shall shall I we... drag us back to the subject at hand? Shall, Wait, we... shall we? I'm just going to throw a curveball in here because I don't suppose we've got any sort of running order. Shall we talk? Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. That's, that's English for stop a horse. What, what, do you think we just throw this stuff together? I just thought that I would have a little Google of um, NFL opt-out, of the opt-out list so far for coronavirus. That's and when you look... Patriots, aren't they? Yeah, well, I think they're all opting out for, for Trevor, aren't they? Mm-hmm. If that's a, what they're calling it. Not anything, tank, not tank like, for Trevor. It's it's opt out for Trevor. <laughs> opt out for Trevor. Anything the Patriots ever do, you're always, always in the back of your mind. It's like, oh, Bill's got a plan. He's got a master plan here. Um, you know, Tom Brady will throw. Oh, okay, he's gone, but you know, he'll throw an interception mid-game, and you'll be like, yeah, Bill's up to something here. What's he What's got? The What's he got? Yeah. But, Six yeah. players opt out of the season. Yeah, he's that's just clever. Typical Belichick. He's masterminded this. I mean, I'm just looking through the list now. As I as I drop down the list, right, the only person of of any note, um, really to start off with would be would be Matt Stafford at the moment. Obviously, his his wife's um, got cancer, isn't she? She's poorly with with cancer. So, you know, you can understand that. But as as you look down the list, there's obviously random defensive tackles. That are just happy to sit and eat chicken for uh, <laughs> for ages. Um, <clears throat> but as far as as far as offensive players go, apart from Matt Stafford, uh, Marquise Goodwin, yeah, who cares? Like if I, I say these names, if I say these names, stuff and his family, 
Yeah, but it's it's just like they're not significant. What I'm saying is they're not significant players. They're right. not they're not game changers. It's not like I'm not. You know, I get if they've got issues with their families and stuff like that, but I was expecting to see some some maybe some bigger names. But the only one really that catches the eye but would really hurt a team is Matt Stafford at the Lions, isn't it? Really, as far as as far as completely changing a game plan goes. I mean, Devin Funches isn't going to affect the way that Aaron Rodgers plays. I think there's a couple of teams that might have issues, and that's mainly due to it being so concentrated in the same position. So the um, Dolphins have lost Hearns and Wilson, which is like two of their better receivers. If they don't have depth in that position, that could really hurt you over the course of a season. And the uh, Browns have lost three guards and an offensive tackle out of their five players that they've lost. So that just weakens one specific important area for them. <laughs> so, so in an already porous offensive line, Baker Mayfield is literally going to get run over like a truck. Yeah, you know, if there was a man I was be happy to see repeatedly smashed in the face all season, it's him. But that's aside the point. <laughs> is it... I don't, I don't want to say the wrong thing here. Well, I kind of do. Um, but... There's, well, no, I am going to say I am going to say the wrong thing because it's not a very nice thing to say, but it's kind of like Matt Stafford's example, and um, you mentioned the good win. Um, they've decided or potentially missing uh, missing time because of actual other reasons that aren't anything actually anything to do with COVID. And if this was a normal season, they wouldn't be doing that. So, and it's. It's harsh to suggest that they're taking advantage of the situation because well, they've no, got they're, more they're, important they're, things going on, of course. But they're other, doing it other... To protect their partner from COVID, who is more susceptible to bad like outcomes from it than they would be otherwise. So it is to do with the disease. It's to do with protecting their loved ones. From the do you mean? Do you mean the disease that doesn't really exist? We well, don't okay. want to get going there. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm joking. But do you know what I mean? There's, there's. There's definitely something in the argument of if you're a sports team that is going to be in a bubble all season long. Yeah, okay, I understand that they want to be around their families, but you could opt out from being around your family entirely, stay in the bubble, and then that would be a way of protecting them while still getting paid. But equally, I don't have anything against any player who actually does want to opt out. And I really, it pisses me off when you see so much vitriol from fans aimed at like second string players on their squad who have opted out it's like guys fucking chill out it's just a sport and we'll get it back properly next season and it looks like it's i mean from a player perspective like you say russ hardly anyone of actual note has really opted out yeah the average number of players teams have lost is two given the size of the squads they have you're not going to notice that and lose more to injury exactly and that's what i mean when i say regarding the significance of the players that are that are actually opting out at the moment and if if we saw Michael Thomas and Julio and Saquon and I don't know Jimmy G and Derek Henry opting out, then it would be you probably see a lot more players. Yeah, you know, when the big stars start to opt out, you might think that that would open the floodgates a little bit. Uh, I I suspect these things have a lot to do with the organisations that they play for. Um, in in some cases, so. You know, they'll they'll the better organizations will be managing these things very carefully um and be in good communication with with their players um you know they they would obviously want to do the best thing for all concerned and 
you know, nobody, nobody wants to see a player forced to do something that they don't want to, obviously. Um, and as you say, Rich, you can't begrudge them for, for making this decision. It's, it's going to be a weird season, come what may. Um, but some, I, th- I think there are some, some teams haven't had any opt-outs at all. And yeah, yeah you've got three. the Patriots Falcon, with Chargers and Steelers. Um, the Patriots with um, several. Actually, I thought the Titans were one of them, but there might be a grey area of the Titans type of. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I I'm honestly of the opinion that breakouts of COVID across squads once you get into the season, and and I don't even necessarily think it'll be player led. I think the bigger issue is going to be staffs getting hit with. Um, with potential COVID infections, because you think about, you know, some of those some of those coaches are older dudes, um, and they're obviously you start to get into. Um, maybe that's why Belichick's trying to get everyone to opt out, so that there's no one near him that he has to worry <laughs> about getting ill. He's invincible. He's like, um, <laughs> he'd be asymptomatic, and guarantee Belichick, wouldn't he? <laughs> Just spraying it around like crazy. Asymptomatic. <laughs> God, I, I don't want to get into this. <laughs> that's not then i did right. i did suggest on the whatsapp that we we suggest w- or predict what we think will happen to the nfl season See, whether it will just so go the ahead is, the concern is if there's disruption so baseball the season's been that's been shortened but it's been going ahead in recent days and weeks but the odd team has been affected so they've had to shift games and it's it's messed it all up a bit the nfl can't withstand too much of that yeah it's easier to shorten your season when you play 12 million games in your normal ranked season (laughs) well yeah and arguably it's got more context but yeah the there's much less wiggle room with the nfl um and i well if we let's we can get into this I i don't think a shortened season would happen i think it will it will go ahead there'll be i'm sure the odd team will have issues here and there um, but I think it will it will all happen mostly in empty arenas. Yeah, Washington announced that already, didn't they? Well, they reckon the TV money actually might go up because if college football doesn't happen and it looks like it's very much not going to now, that opens up more evening slots and Saturdays for the NFL to slide games into networks that wouldn't necessarily be live. So they reckon they might actually... Obviously, we've seen this cap adjustment that was supposed to happen this season downwards that seems to have been postponed from what I read last. Um, and then if the TV money actually works out well, actually a lot of a lot of teams might actually make just as much as they would in a regular season. Um, but I, I genuinely think the NFL will try and take as much advantage of that effectively dead air time because... What about high school football? Is that going to happen? Like that opens up all sorts of people desperate to watch some football. And if you've got the only, if you've got control of the only form of the sport over this winter, they're going to take as much advantage of that as possible. And that's the thing, isn't it? All those people that maybe don't subscribe to Fox or ESPN or however the football is streamed, um, in well, the US over, because they over go there, to... it's all it's all free to air except ESPN, isn't it? Is that right? I believe so. Everything it's not free Fox, to air. It's, no, it's mostly on cable, in cable packages. Yeah, but yeah. everyone's got that. So, so it's ESPN's the premium channel that you you pay extra for. If you've got a basic cable package, which everyone in America does, you've got NBC, Fox, CBS, um, and 
you won't have what you would normally have. You won't have blackouts, because well, mm-hmm. I assume. <laughs> Um, because well, there'd be literally no point. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't make it wouldn't make any sense. Um, oh, there's no point anyway. But that's another boring argument. Mm-hmm. But so so they they have there's no issue over there with access access to access to games, and it wouldn't surprise me even if it, ESPN sort of extended an olive branch. You know, we saw we saw that with with Sky and BT. And you know the Premier League making some games free to wear, and they didn't have to because you've got no crowds. They want they want these organisations want people to see their product. So they uh, they could make revenue through advertising, couldn't they? The TV companies make money through advertising, and yeah. the NFL can sell more games oh, to to the to the networks, basically. And then obviously you've got your your red zone if you want it. Yep. With super and sexy if, Scott, would say, I don't know if Red Zone no... would happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why well, because how many games are you going to run in parallel if you've got that many slots where you can showcase a game? At a time? I think they'd, they'd still they'd still have like at least four or five on. Like it would still be like the the standard the standard Saturday afternoon soccer Saturday affair, wouldn't it? You'd still, you know, although you've got games spread out across the weekend how many games you usually have maybe five and three six and three sometimes yeah, um, about that on a sunday on a sunday oh you, you can get the octobox of course um, <laughs> the octobox but the oh the the prospect of having 16 games a week all in different time slots may end marriages that's <laughs> That's a concern. <laughs> the trouble is, it's not. It's it's like even the Premier League didn't do that, did they? They had still had games running simultaneously. Yeah, it was just twos and threes, wasn't it? Which is what I'm assuming they'll do. So yeah, but, no, but I still, exist, I still but it think it won't be that massive. I think I think they'll still have. I think like Red Zone is such a draw to the the casual fan. I think even having four games on at the same time. As a minimum, it's six pm on a Sunday. That you would have, you know, people can watch their own teams as and when, but you, you've still got enough action to keep red zone flowing. Yeah, I think the question there's... comes down to commercials. So if you can sell, a, if you can sell games to, I don't know, CBS, Fox, whoever, based on you're going to be the only game on at that given point in time, so people will be tuned into your channel. Versus, are you going to sell Browns and Bills? To that because it's going to be a shit game sorry mark and you don't necessarily don't apologize to him he's not apologizing to mark <laughs> i mean you wouldn't sarcastic. apologize you wouldn't sarcastic apologize apology. to him if he was here that's true i probably wouldn't no i wouldn't get a word in edgeways if he was here that's true i wouldn't <laughs> be saying this right now if he was here um so you you're sort of balancing the two off and i i take your point but if you want those like four or six red zone games they become less valuable on the channels that they're specifically on because you're losing audience to the red zone channel i i don't think they'll do more than move a game or two a week and part of that reason you might yeah you might get the odd game on a saturday which where college football would normally be but if you start trying to be too clever it messes with the the schedules too much you can't have a short week for teams like you can with football and the premier league you can't piss about with that because it's with concussion protocols and everything else and trying to keep it fair. 
Um, so I, I don't think there'd be a dramatic shift. There'll still be red zone. Yeah, and the even just does they have to travel. Even just having a Saturday opens you up three slots. Well, yeah, but I, I don't. I don't think they'd. They, they might do it a little bit, but I don't think they will. They, yeah, they'd be reluctant to rock the boat too much in a situation that's already fraught. Um, and teams and players are already going to be anxious and plans are so detailed with this stuff. Um, but we will we will see. Admittedly, I don't want Friday night or Saturday night uh, NFL because obviously it screws us with the time zones. <laughs> yeah. It's 3 a.m. gig <laughs> just what you need. Um, okay, season season predictions and in terms of actual football um now i'm sure other pods will be doing this but let's have a long snapper prediction of well i was going to say eight division winners and 12 playoff teams but it's not is it it's 14 playoff teams because they (laughs) want to fuck about with it just to sell another another game on wildcard weekend anyway so, yeah, we've got seven playoff teams from each conference. An odd number. As always, you're a- angry about the uh, change there. <laughs> I'm really I'm, angry about this. I, I'm, normally, I'm never normally as angry as you, but I, I do think this is ridiculous. There's zero point in doing this without having expansion teams. We don't need expansion teams either. Right. You're telling me that... I'm not suggesting are... either. I'm just okay. saying without doing that, there's no point in expanding the playoffs. <laughs> anyway, that that might be for another time. How many? Well, which is what we'll always say when we'll we'll never discuss it again, um, because we never get round to following up on any of our promises. Or we'll repeatedly discuss the same point, podcast after podcast. That's our modus operandi. <laughs> so, um, let's start with the NFC West. Well, let's let's just go quickly. We can, this can't be that hard. Team effort. Predict the eight division winners. NFC West. Niners. Same. Yeah, it's... it's I, I'd love to disagree with you, um, but I don't think I can. Where are we? NFC West? Yeah. Yep. Seahawks. You think? Yeah. Mm. And just to be contrary, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Normally I would, but they've they've got worse again this off season, which they yeah. somehow always seem to do, and yet always yeah. get the playoffs. The fuckers. I mean, they make the playoffs anyway. There's only well, so much danger Russ can carry, right? Yeah, you've got to be pretty bad to not make the playoffs with a new format. Anyway, we'll see. We'll just we'll come to that. So the consensus is the Niners. Let's talk about the NFC South while Adam has a power cut. Um, what do you think about the South? NFC South. He's back. It's hard to look past the Saints. I think um, still strong. Will face a stiffer challenge in the books this year, but I don't see them being overhauled. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with Pat. I think I think the Bucks, as the Patriots like, will be entertaining to watch. Well, not necessarily entertaining, but I think it'll be fun to see whether they can live up to any kind of hype. But well, I, I don't see anyone but the Saints winning that division. The thing I see the Bucks struggling with is they've got two of the best deep threat, deep threat receivers in the NFL and a quarterback that can't throw it more than 20 yards. So, <laughs> yep. you know, that's interesting. But I again, I think the Falcons could do something um, if Gurley 
does manage to to find some form. At least he offers them a little bit more of a running threat if he's if he is able to to find some some fitness. Um, Adam, welcome back. Hello. I don't. I yeah. I don't know how much I missed the power went out here. Russ has set you up nicely as a seamless hosting job to uh, bring us back into the NFC okay. South. Ho- hopefully, I'll have the recordings. Um, <laughs> NFC you South. Yeah, we're, uh, we're done. Just tell us, tell us lovely. that you agree that the Saints are going to win it. I do, I do. Um, I can't, and if, I can't believe you haven't covered more divisions in that time. Well, we we did start to do the North, but then the recording dropped, and we had to start recording again. So, uh, okay. well, anyway, NFC North. This is this is going to sound great for the listener. If I, <laughs> if, who cares? We don't have any um, NFC North, right? I, I think the Vikings take the North next year. Uh, just. Yeah, it's almost, I kind of agree, but not because they're great, but others have fallen away in that division, I feel. Well, you say that, but as um, definitely not previously stated, <laughs> I <laughs> that uh, Matt Stafford dependent, the Lions can potentially spring a surprise next season. I think the Lions are, are on the verge of of doing something a little bit better. The likes of Hawkinson... The likes of um, Carry On, they've got that other. I can't remember what the name is of the um, the running back that they drafted as well. Swift. Um, the best uh, name for an NFL player in a specific and, position since the if, defensive tackle D liner. Yeah, and if if Matt Stafford does play, then you know defensively they're excellent. So I think you know they could spring a surprise in the north. Not having it. I. I think the Lions are another season away from being really competitive there. Russ, I agree with your previously stated point that the NFC North is a pretty poor divisional round. Shambles. Um, I mean, the Packers are falling apart, which is fun to watch. The Bears are a quarterbackless mess. Uh, I think the Vikings win it purely on the fact that they have some playoff... um, experience already they've kept together most of that squad and they're they're pretty well coached i still don't think they're a great they can be very up and down on the offensive side very dependent on their quarterback having an actually decent week but i think i think they're a competent team they're the only competent team in that division in my mind yeah they win it by default um being the something as a titans fan you should have a lot of familiarity with oh 100 <laughs> percent well, Imagine we'll winning come. a division for being the least shit team. Well, talking of that kind AFC of thing, AFC South, we're living in NF- NF- yeah, NF- NFC East. Yeah, that's that's that all over. Uh, uh, it's just Eagles. It's going to be the Eagles. It... Everyone else is shit. The Cowboys. It's, the it's Cowboys. Be Cowboys. Like, the, See, now I the don't... Cowboys have paid both Dak and Zeke. I think they're you know they've paid them, haven't they? It's all over now. Just they've think, recruited pretty just well, think... and they've got a decent head coach. I see them winning that division this year. I just think they're they're a little bit shambolic. They've got lots of talent, but can they actually get it together with a shortened preseason like program? I I don't know. I think I think the Eagles have got a decent squad there, and they'll be all right, and they'll win it again nine and seven or eight and eight. Because you're saying big. you're saying Eagles. What are you saying, Russ? Uh, cowgirls. Cowgirls. Pat. Cowboys. Yeah, me too. It's a. Uh... Oh, it's yeah, it's like an eight, it's a it. nine and seven type division again, isn't it? Right, AFC West. Uh, it's the Chiefs. We we'll move on. Yeah, um, 
anybody. Oh, come on, the Broncos. Listen, <laughs> let's not please don't discount my Broncos. Um, well, we'll, we'll come to we'll come to wild card spots in a, oh, no. in a minute. Uh, the Chiefs, the Chiefs are winning that division all day. Yeah, yeah. no okay. argument here. AFC South. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a tricky one to call, actually. I've gone Titans, but it's not clear cut. Uh, I think it's well, the Titans because Deshaun Watson is going to be um, ran because over. Bill O'Brien. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's got no like, receivers. You know that Wiley E. Coyote in the Roadrunner films and he just tries to, to get hold of Roadrunner and do all that sort of stuff. That's Deshaun Watson trying to find a receiver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, uh, yeah, it's not the Texans. I, I want it to be the Titans because I think the other, sorry, Pat, obvious choice, and I do mean that apology because I like Pat, um, is the Colts. And I really don't want to see Rivers win that division because I ultimately think that he won't. I don't think that he's good enough anymore and he can't throw more than about seven yards. But if it's not the Colts, then it's got to be the he's Titans. Got more kids than the number of yards that he can throw. Um, <laughs> it, I, the Titans have to be favourites. And I don't like it. I do mm. not like that. Um, and we're we're probably all in agreement there. You're a, you're a Derek Henry injury away from being really shit again. <laughs> well, yeah, but yes. that, you could say that about any football. No, I know. Agree, agree. I know. Yeah, that's fine. You know, yeah. I'm I'm fine with that. I think you're more a Ryan Hannahill regression away from being eight and eight. But eight and eight could still win that division, so it's not an issue. <laughs> that's true. But I don't. I don't think I, I agree with Mus, Russ more than you, Rich. I don't think that position is as is as critical to the way we're set up. Um, anyway, right. AFC North. Ravens. Uh, Ravens. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, no question. Yeah. Unless, unless, unless somehow, unless somehow, Roethlisberger refines his form from like four years ago. But I just don't see it happening. I don't no. see it happening. No, and even if it they does, haven't got, they haven't got the weapons for it. I mean, Juju looked. I know he was carrying injuries last season, but without somebody throwing him the ball, which I guess is quite a big part of being a receiver, um, he was abject last season. Average, yeah, probably below. Average. Is a huge step up from anything else they've got back there, but I just don't. I don't know that he's got it anymore. Yeah. It's the Ravens, isn't it? Okay. The AFC East. Now, it's the first year in living memory that you don't just say Patriots and move on. <laughs> um, now, I mean, it has to be the Buffalo Bills, doesn't it? But it, it's a bit like saying the Titans are favourites in the South. It just doesn't sit right. <laughs> yeah. it's it's. I mean, obviously, because Craig hasn't turned up yet, we've not got him arguing loudly that this is the year for the Jets it's and being wrong, obviously. Which he, which he wouldn't, because it would all be about Adam Gase. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I, right. I just like what the Bills have done. I mean, acquiring Stefan Diggs is massive. Mm -hmm. And now they've got Diggs yeah. and John Brown as sort of deep threats as well as you know the the steady hand the likes of Cole Beasley um the Singletary showed glimpses last season that he can be very very good and lead that backfield so you know I think I think the Bills are in for a strong run this season yeah all right. we're all in agreement there there's too much agreement here I don't like it <laughs> I suspect the wild card stuff 
there's going to be less agreement. <laughs> um, so we've got our eight division winners. Um, well, let's start in the NFC. You've got three more spots. So we've got the 49ers, Saints, Vikings, and Cowboys. Three more from that conference have to make the playoffs now. Well, Seattle then, if you if you've yeah. all gone for the NFC, Seattle are making it. They're yeah, pending. Yep, annoyingly they will they will be in. I I wonder whether the Falcons could you have with the wild card. Could you have? Could you have three from the same division? Yeah, I think you can. Yeah, with Cardinals NFC West. It's really unlikely because of divisional records. Yeah. You basically have to smash everyone outside your division. I I don't I think the Cardinals I think the Rams are going to be terrible next year because they've lost a bunch of players. They're right up against the cap, so they can't replace them. And they don't really have a team. And Jared Goff looked lost last year. I don't see that changing. That's just, I was it's just all very, that It's all very well having a uh, an offense that was basically run on play action when you had Todd Gurley as your, as your decoy. When you didn't have a runner, play action just led to Jared Goff getting absolutely marmalized. Um Cooper Cup and, and Robert Woods are decent, but without any running threat, the Rams are, like you say, are going to be terrible. They got figured out. Okay, I think, so, I think that's so, it. That offense got figured out. We've got the Seahawks in then. Uh, yep. Based on what we said before, we don't think the any anybody else from the North or the East gets in. Um, someone just mentioned the Falcons, which I can get on board with, I think. I, yep. I mean... Rich, you mentioned the, the Bucks. If the Bucks do click and they do just march down the field eight yards at a time, which is entirely possible, <laughs> playing yeah. like three tight end sets. You and... don't remember who the head coach is there. Arians is not a mug. No, and they picked up who was it? They picked up they picked up um Shady as well on a one year yeah. deal. Um Arians knows how to win football matches. And with with Brady and yeah, by getting Gronk, rid of Winston, well, <laughs> you can't. You you tend not to lose the game if you keep hold of the ball more often than not. You know, if you've got the ball, the other team can't score. Minimise turnovers. I think my my question mark on the third spot is between the Packers and the Bucks. I think. Who are we saying is the second spot? The Falcons. Yeah, I think the Falcons. I I like. I like most of what they do at the Falcons. If they can just get that offense sorted out, then I think they'll be good. And I think they've got a new O coordinator there. So, so Matt, I mean, Matt Ryan is always Eagles, trustworthy. Surely, what about the Eagles then? Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I thought the Eagles, but everyone else has shattered that down. So I've sort of discounted it now. Yeah, but I do I, think they that can was make the divisional, for digital, divisional winners. Yeah, but I it's a divisional, the division's one with eight and eight, nine and seven, that you're not getting a wild card as well. But it depends if, that, if, that if third if... wild card spot. Well, um, Cardinals. I like the Cardinals this year. I really like the Cardinals, but I, they're in I a like... really tough, tough division. Going like the to Seattle for next year. Okay. Um, so, if we're fal- the Falcons are in, it's well the Bucks or the Eagles, and I can't, I can't. I don't. Uh, I, I, Tom Brady's just. See, I think there are a lot of people that assume that you plug him in, to the Bucks team, and they'll win games well, consistently. You... But have you, if you've actually watched his play in the last year or two? Thing is, you're not going to know till it starts, are you? Because we're just we're just conditioned to the the evil organization, and 
we don't know anything else. It might move into the Bucks, might give him a brand new lease of life. Get him back with Gronk. Yeah, who knows? That's going to be fun to watch, though, to be fair. It's going to be interesting. Do we stick the Bucks in? I still no. There's a no and a yes. If, if nothing else, that means that when they get knocked out in the first round, people can say the book stops here, and that'll be great for headline writers <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> That's like Theo Walcott turning 30. Um, <laughs> right. Russ, would it, Bucks, yes or no? No. All right. That's non-committal because I'm sitting on the fence. That's so about a one and a half out of four. Who, 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 it's got to be somebody. That's the thing. The Cardinals, we don't think are ready. The Rams aren't there. The Panthers are nowhere. No, it's not. The Packers? The Packers, well, that's just, the thing. Just a, I think the Packers could... Sprag end. Well, the Packers could easily go like nine and seven in that division just purely by beating the Lions and the Bears and then some other trash that comes their way. There's always going to be terrible games that get played. It's them over the Eagles if I'm choosing between them for me. I chose neither of those two. <laughs> I I think my three are the Falcons, the Eagles, and the Packers, and Seattle doesn't make it because they don't get home field advantage because there's no crowd in that in that uh, <laughs> stadium anymore. You can't just do that because you hate them. <laughs> so that so we just we're we're sort of at an impasse. Um, Russ, no one, no one makes it. Fuck this all. out. Uh, the um, the Bucks. Oh. <laughs> well we're really no. excited about the playoffs for next year all right we? the buccaneers Jesus. i can't uh oh, the eagles just wouldn't feel uh right and although i've been watching i've been watching the latest all or nothing with the eagles from last season if you've watched that yet on amazon prime yeah it's great I it really is great know. and oh, i really like and i really like early. Carson Wentz. i've just realized really you've got to early go. on and it's really good right at the end the middle bit sort of sags and doesn't really do much. Yeah. Russ, you've got to go, haven't you? I um, have, yeah. Also, you're recording this bit of the call, which... <laughs> yeah, but I think the recording will carry on if... Mm-hmm. It's only because you... Yeah. Well, Either way, is, you can start it a... again. <laughs> this is yeah, just going to be, be fun for best. you to cut together, Adam. Before, you're... Before you go, give us your AFC wildcard three and then we can debate it. My AFC wildcard three are... Um, the Broncos, the Browns, and the Texans. Okay, cool. Um, we'll pick, we'll rip that apart shortly. Do you want a cool. quick AOB? Uh, built a shed in the garden. My new podcasting station. Be ready, hopefully next week for the next time I do a podcast. Um, it's going to have all the mod cons, electricity, you know, internet, that sort of stuff. Um. Uh, an undertaking, yeah, yeah. Um, an undertaking of epic proportion, but be worth it in the end. And um, yeah, you may have seen some photographs on the interweb, so yeah, it's going to be good. Sweet, good luck. Uh, and and laying laminate floor in whilst a fairly simple task, um, in a room that's hotter than the surface of the sun, <laughs> is not fun at all. Uh, I've done it in colder conditions and I don't envy you doing it in, in those. Mate, I've insulated the, the place with an inch of its life, which is great for the winter, but at the moment it's like a, like a sweat box. Nice. How many beer fridges are you putting in? Several. You should get a kegerator, mate. 
Oh, kegerator. I might see if I can install a little pump somewhere. Be a good idea. Right, I gotta go anyway. Go well. Cheers, Cheers. mate. Right. right. So we we were halfway through. <laughs> you know, Russ 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 is leaving to do a a better, more successful podcast in the same conglomerate family. Um, being <laughs> an actual all over rugby podcast that isn't punching chat or anything else. Anyway, they're um, cheating. Though. They've actually had some games to talk about. Yeah, but you know who's watching? <laughs> rugby fans, I assume. Um, who, what are they? Um, right. AFC West, we have the Chiefs, the South, the Titans, the North, the Ravens, the East, the Bills. So we have to find three teams to join them in the playoffs. Now, Russ said the Broncos, the Browns and the Texans. I'm not comfortable with putting any of those three in. Really? <laughs> uh, really. Just because Russ said them or because you genuinely don't think they'll make it? I think. I think there's a case for one or two of them. I don't I don't think. I don't trust the Browns. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, uh, yeah. It's it's actually, it's a weird conference because you've got the, the Ravens and the Chiefs seemingly a long way ahead of the, the pack. And I think that's largely accepted as a consensus. Um, you know, the Titans yeah, may have beat both know. of those teams last year, but, you know, it's that's... I That's think the how... Bills are going to be right up with them. I think it's three strong teams from the division and then four mm, could maybe win some games, but not really sure teams in the rest for the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, it's but be, yeah, behind them, I don't I don't look I look at any other any of the divisions, really, and I don't entirely trust. That many teams to to make it. So I agree with him on the Broncos. I, I do like that Broncos. Um, I like the squad. I like what they're doing there. It seems like they've actually managed to sort themselves out in terms of a half-decent quarterback. Have they? What, yeah, what? I think... Do, I, do, I, how do we know? How do we know? We've seen... <laughs> he wasn't fancy coming out of college. We've seen four snaps or whatever it is. How many pass attempts? Hold on, I'm going to tell you how many pass attempts. <laughs> <laughs> but... I don't, I, do, do we know? I don't think we do. I I think they're as good a bet as... 156, by the way. There you go. Not not four. <laughs> you're, you're worse at your own game than we are. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't have gone with Drew Locke. I'd have gone with Brett Kern, by the way. So I, I think Drew Locke is a solid quarterback. I don't know that he's top half. But I don't. I also don't think he's the kind of quarterback that's going to throw games away for you. I think he'll be solid there, and I think it's the rest of that setup that makes me more comfortable saying that I think they can make a seven-team playoff. Yeah, he's got really good stuff around him, and that's why I went for the Colts to get the playoffs as well, um, on the basis oh, that geez. I don't entirely rely on Rivers, but the receivers they've got sorted out there are really good. The running game looks solid. I'd rather be in their shoes than in the shoes of the Texans, who have a really strong quarterback, and the pieces around him seem to be just falling away by his ears. The running game looks weak. So I have the Colts finishing above the Texans. Imagine if the Colts had Watson. I can't agree with you on the Colts, because Rivers had great weapons last year at the Chargers, and that offense still stank. Yeah, I think I think they're going to stink. They've got a few... You know, T.Y. Hilton... He's had issue injuries, hasn't he? And he's probably not the force that he was. Um, 
I mean, their their running game is okay. I wouldn't say it's spectacular. Um, their offensive line's decent. Their defense is decent. Um, but I feel I feel a bit I feel a bit on the fence with this. The right the Broncos. We've, are we putting the Broncos in? Let's... I think so. I don't think there's a strong enough argument to suggest that they wouldn't make it, particularly in a fairly weak division. They were my top pick. Yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously so... ignoring the Chiefs, but the rest of that division, I don't like the Raiders and the Chargers just stink every year. Yeah, the Chargers Rivers might have gone, but I don't think they're getting much better. Um, the the Raiders are kind of. I think there's going to be a lot of hype with their new stadium and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a shame, by the way, that the, these brand spanking new arenas are getting built, and there's probably not going to be anybody in them. Yeah, good job uh, they're actually building a, those. <laughs> and then you have Los Angeles as well, um, but yeah, it's it's. It is what it is, I th- but I think that might distract things there. Um, Derek Carr, I quite like Derek Carr. For, Slight for aside there, you mentioned the Chargers and the Rams LA Stadium. Do you think the Chargers have breathed a sigh of relief because they've got one more year to actually show that they can put decent product on the field and maybe sell some actual tickets? Well, that's not <laughs> happening, is it? <laughs> um, the Raiders, I, the Raiders, I could see being like a seven and nine, eight and eighteen. By the way, um, but. That probably isn't enough, even with seven teams. So, I had the Raiders sneak in the last well, last playoff spot. I was just on the basis that it would be such a Raiders thing to do, to be moving to a new stadium, not being able to play in front of any fans <laughs> in your new place, and then playing the best football you played in years to make the playoffs. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's interesting uh, that for each of these playoff sets, you have more reasons to say a team won't make it than will make it after you've got about the fifth best team in the division. Yeah, yeah. It's always the way, isn't it? But we're always it's it's one of the fun things about the NFL. You you're always gonna have teams that were like, nope, they're gonna be shit, and then somehow out of nowhere like the Bills last year, everyone was like, nah, they'll be they'll be terrible. And then they turned out to be one of the one of the best teams in the division. Um I'm gonna go back to the Steelers and suggest that if Roethlisberger can stay healthy for one last season, I think they're good enough good enough to make the playoffs in a relatively weak division. Uh, yeah, I don't... I'm not sure I agree. I d- it's, it's, it's more difficult than I thought this. <laughs> um, Again, it sort of depends on the Browns imploding, which I yeah. always assume they will do. You can't rely that, on the that's Browns. That's the most likely anything. thing of anything we've discussed so far. And the Steelers <laughs> are always the reason why the Browns implode. So that gives them two wins that they probably shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah. There'll be a fight as well. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> How Always. are fights going to look without crowds? Um, that's that's uh, going to be interesting. I mean, there'll be less fights provoked by idiots throwing beer from the from the stands, so mm. there'll be that. <laughs> uh, I'm sort of, I'm sort of, I don't know that I like the Colts, but I think they're one of the teams that I could see sneaking in. There's still the possibility that the Patriots end up turning up and their QB that. Belichick has said he likes, even though he probably does does something, and they end up sneaking in at eight and eight. You, oh, that's the, that's almost the elephant in the room. Can the Patriots <laughs> just Belichick it and still make the playoffs? Given what we what we think we know, we never I really. Think, know. I don't think they'd get anywhere near the Bills in that division. But no, no, you look but... around and you think what I'm looking for when I'm when I'm looking at these kind of predictions is well-run organization with some level of talent. And the talent there is more coaching talent than it is 
on-field talent, but we've seen what they've done with terrible receivers. I mean, last year, Brady could barely throw the ball further than five yards, and they still won that division. If they've got a kid who's got some level of talent... I... The Patriots, the Patriots make a, the playoffs for me, and here's and you've touched on the reason. It's that they've lost their superstar of the last twenty years in Tom Brady, um, but they haven't actually lost anything because his his performance over the last certainly year, maybe a bit longer, has been quite frankly terrible. Yeah. And I think whoever is under, if it's going to be Cam or if it's you know, Stidham or whoever, it's going to be an improvement. Honestly, if they've got a healthy Cam Newton there, I think they could be quite dangerous. I don't think I think they'll be up and down, but I think they can be quite dangerous. And okay, they might have lost some COVID opt-outs, but uh, they've still got a defense. How often have we seen Belichick plug all of the IR holes in his roster with random pickups from the street, and they still make it to the Super Bowl? <laughs> I'd like to put them in there. Have you? Yeah. I, I hate to put them in there, but I think we yeah, probably well, have like, to. Yeah. Pat, uh, are you in a? You don't like this either, I know. But what do you think? I I enjoyed writing off the Patriots. I went Browns, Colts, Raiders for my three. Um, two of them I'm pretty confident about, and one of them was an absolute wild card flyer on the basis of you get a sod's law thing like that turning up every season. If you uh, give us, if you give me the Patriots, shall I give you the Colts, and then we've got our last two teams? Can we? I'd be happy with that. I'd, well, happy. I'd, I'd accept that. <laughs> it means the Texans would miss out, and I, I kind of, it's fun. Like in, all my instincts say that the Texans will be better than the Colts because you just you look at the QBs, and that's the first thing you think of. If I think of the Texans, I still I think Deshaun Watson, yeah, what a player. And I think of the Colts and it's Phil Rivers, um, what a dick. You know, and, and it's... But when you've... You, you put the argument much better, Pat, and you pointed out that what's around them is so different. You know, look at what Bill... Bill O'Brien's destroyed that team, except for Watson. Yeah, he's um, ripped the heart out of... Frank Reich's the opposite. talent you know. there. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I, I I genuinely agree with you. I think he's probably the most talented quarterback in that division. But oh, hundred percent, yeah, 100%. it's everything else. And and just like you've got to think that there are there are players in that locker room who are going to resent some of those trades that have happened. Oh, that will be a poisonous place, won't it? Absolutely. And that more often than not will just sink a team. Yeah. Okay. I think we've got a 14. Shall I? Uh... <laughs> it's right, two more you... that we should have, but, you know, that's the way it's going. Or two go. left either way, but it makes no sense in the middle. <laughs> right. The <laughs> NFC, we've got the 49ers, Saints, Vikings and Cowboys winning their divisions. Seahawks, Falcons and Buccaneers making it as well. And the AFC, the Chiefs, Titans, Ravens, Bills, and then the Broncos, Patriots and Colts. Um the Indianapolis Colts in the playoffs with Philip Rivers. Here we go. That's this is what we're saying is going to happen. You know, you know. Right now, the angriest person in the in, in the UK is Craig listening to this podcast and hearing not just that we've discounted his Jets, but that we've put Philip Rivers in the playoffs. We barely <laughs> mentioned his Jets. 
Or yeah. did they deserve any mention? No. Well, no, someone said Gase very early on, and that, that was it. Insert, you know, Craig, Craig could happily send us an Adam Gase rant, and I can insert it in this podcast. But frankly, I've got enough editing to do with this with a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just, I mean, what, what else is going on? Rich, I think you wanted to talk about, you wanted to just talk about the Niners and George I always Kittle want to talk because, about Niners. because it's today and we're recording it today. We haven't recorded a podcast in two months, but today George Kittle gets his big contract, which <laughs> sounds huge for a tight end, but you know, he's more important than that to them. And to that offense, he's the equivalent of a stud receiver somewhere else. I've, I'm fine with this. Yeah. I mean, th- this is, this is my take on it is that you look at, everyone says, oh, you don't pay tight ends because it's not premium position. And that is true for 95% of tight ends. But when you get a Kelsey or a Gronk or a Kittle, as he's shown to be in his first few years, I think you just pay the man. And he's, I think it was 10 and a half million for Austin Hooper. Well, I'd rather have Kittle at t- 15 than Hooper at 10 and a half by a long shot. He's yeah. just a brilliant player. He's not only just a great receiver. Obviously, people see him as a receiver because that's where you get the highlight reel, but I love his blocking. He does so much for us in the run game and everything at the Niners is set up off the run. And more importantly, he loves his blocking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's two There's two George Kittle clips from last year that I particularly enjoyed. There's the one where he's dragging eight Saints like 15 yards down the field with one of them hanging off his face mask. And there's the clip of him. I think it's against the Falcons where he blocks some guy into the end zone, just pancakes him, rolls over, like bounces back up with just a massive grin on his face, laughing, his guy, you know, just laughing at this guy. And it's not laughing at the guy. It's laughing at how much fun he's having. Yeah. Is that it's... the one where he ends the play shot and run it again? Run it again. Yeah, exactly. I think it might have been. See, if... You could have this argument of, well, you pay a receiver that is fine. Um, but he's more than that. Mm-hmm. See, it's not just saying that he's, he's, he's not just, you know, some, some, and it, I don't think it even, it's probably not fair to say it about Gronk, but Jimmy Graham's the one that sticks in my head. Basically mm-hmm. when he was, when he was ridiculously good at the Saints, at the Saints way back in the day. And um, it was just, he was just a wide receiver. That's all he was. Badge as a tight end. Right. And yeah, great Very player. Good fine, wide receiver. Great yeah, red zone threat. But hundred percent. You um, ever, if, if you ever watch a cut up of Jimmy Graham blocking, it's hilarious. <laughs> Quite touche, you know. And but Kittle's so much more than that. So it it's justified on every level for me. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean. If you can find me a wide receiver that can take on regularly take on and defeat a defensive end on a block, I will be impressed. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wonder if George Kittle would be any good at um, on a special teams play in the last seconds of a, a dying game, trying to prevent the returner from scoring. Pretty sure he makes that tackle. Hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> But then I'm pretty sure, like, even most wide receivers would have made that tackle. I don't know how Gronk failed to. (laughs) You could see it happening as well. (laughs) Um, And it's funny, it makes me think of uh, poor old Steve um, and Mm -hmm. the rage, you know, being literally incommunicado for two days because he'd smashed his phone in anger (laughs) at that particular play. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, 
yeah, any other business? Should we do that unless I've missed something important? Well, Pat did suggest that we might talk about college football and the effect on the draft, but I suspect that might be a full podcast on its own if we wanted to go down that route. And maybe yeah. maybe later after next season. Let's say that we're over an hour. I hadn't really thought of that, but yeah, that's that's but the <laughs> of everything that's not normal that's going on, you know. If you, you have a truncated draft next year. I think the draft gets shifted. So I think college football happens in the spring and then the draft ends up being a midsummer thing, which will be weird and compacted, but I just think that's the way it ends up going. Yeah, but then how would you get teams couldn't prepare properly, surely? It's uh, Yeah, you're right. It's probably a <laughs> that's probably a end of season discussion. Um yeah, there's so many knock on effects, you know, not just sport but in in life but you know we're seeing you know our football in this country um a new season starting in mid-september and in theory it's all going to happen in the same amount of sorry the same amount of games barring the odd cup replay or whatever gets gets and how a player's going to cope with that i tell you what i wouldn't want to be a mid to late round potential draft pick for the 2022 season, because I think you're going to get a lot of guys who would declare for 21 who won't now. Yeah. So UDFAs for teams that season will be brilliant. There'll just be loads of players that everyone's trying to grab. But yeah, anyway, sorry, I'll, I'll shut is, up. Is there any way that the league would just say we're not going to have a draft and we'd have like an extra big one, like have more rounds or whatever it happens to be? The problem with not having a draft is that you screw squad sizes for the following year because you're always looking to replace, you know, retiring and free agents with rookies in some way, shape or form. Yes, it devalues devalues the quality somewhat, wouldn't it? For for one year. And then you're right, you get a bump the next year where maybe you end up with, you know, huge squads and you're, you're making cuts of guys that you wouldn't normally let go. It's going to be weird. It's going to be weird, man. There we go. We said we wouldn't talk about it, and we just did a little <laughs> bit. Uh, yeah, no idea what what will happen. Right. Any other business? I've threatened it three times. This time it's happening, um, and I don't know what I'm going to talk about. So, Rich, you've got your hand up. Yeah, it's it's fucking hot and humid. And can this stop now? Because I'm I'm really sad and really upset about just not getting sleep i just want to sleep damn it (laughs) apparently it's been six days in a row above 20 degrees at night for the first time since record began and the humidity is just killing me that's it that's it i just want to bitch about the weather (laughs) it's such a british thing is it like why why is it that this weather is unbearable unspeakable yet if you're sat I know there's I know there's an answer, um, because yeah, we just we just our houses are built differently to Spanish villas. I know all that, but it's just if like I we, had a swimming pool, it would be fine. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you know, not in the middle of the night. Uh, it's it's maybe <laughs> out there with a the beer. I had, and because my kids haven't been here this week, um, I've sort of like we've got a massive paddling pool. like i've almost been too embarrassed to put that up for yeah the neighbors are going to think i'm put that up for myself which would be true (laughs) 
<laughs> but I, I don't really think there's anything wrong with that. I would just do it. If I had a paddling pool, I would be in it most of the time at the moment. Yeah, I sort of regret not doing that, really. <laughs> Set up in the kitchen. <laughs> no, it's like a massive I mean, emptying massive it might pool. be interesting, but... Yeah, there's not really room for it in the kitchen. It's that big. Uh, but, ah, <laughs> oh, it's... Yeah, it's slightly cooler tonight than it was last night, I think. Um, but, yeah, we've also literally lightning out the window as I'm talking to you. It's uh, weather. Um, yeah. Sorry. Pat, have you got a non-weather-related AOB? I, I do. I have, I have two. Um, Stephen had stayed up. That's great. I'm... I didn't sound sound like it was great. I'm kind of torn <laughs> on it because, like, I'm delighted we didn't go down. Obviously, I'm not sure we deserve to stay up. So it's it's a weird position right now. But the sooner we're playing and we can forget about it, the better. They beat Braintree five one last night in their first preseason friendly, so that was good. Um, yeah, we'll see where that goes. The other you know one, what? take it, take it with both hands. Be happy yeah. about it because how it's if you support. A not particularly successful team in whatever sport you follow. Uh, how how often are you ruining bad luck or something that a bit of fortune that you don't get all the time? When you get something like this, grab it, celebrate it, bring Graham Rogesley back, and um, but you know enjoy, enjoy it because and, um, old school Stevenage fans have pointed out the only other time the team bottom of League Two weren't relegated was when Stevenage were denied promotion in 1996. So of there's course. some sort of kind of, of long-term karma playing out there. Brilliant. That's um, a great point. Uh, w- Wickham almost got, I think we, I think it was on goal difference that we stayed up like four years ago and now we're in the championship. And so that's, that's Stevenage's future right there. Give it four years. And you just Guaranteed. announced a kit that looks like fruit pastels, which I really enjoyed. Can't be as bad as the new Liverpool away kit. That thing's fucking horrible. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, uh, Wickham, Wickham playing quarters. Are you telling me that something's that that's changed? No, no, I no. Not... no. Liverpool. Wait, you were talking Stevenage, right? No, I, I was, was talking, talking a Wickham away kit next season. That looks oh, like. Wake... Oh, well, okay, fine. Oh, um, the away kit. I don't know. I've seen that. I don't think Stevenage can sit on their high horse with that thing that they had last year. Oh, the Burger King mustard and ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> next season is nicer i have it in a drawer already i think there's there's room sometime to do a full podcast on kits <laughs> like you it's... don't mean an episode do you? you mean a full podcast like every other <laughs> I week did, or i did mean an episode but now i mean a full podcast <laughs> yeah, the 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 long kits podcast Brilliant. stash as we like to call it yeah i don't like to call it that all right. Well, uh, that's maybe a Russ slash Doug thing. I don't know. I, I, don't, thing. I don't think I've got. How can I not have any other business in my head after so long? Um, I don't. There you go. Because your brain's mush. Because it it's 27 bit. degrees at what nine o'clock at night and 80 percent humidity. And I don't have the window open because it was absolutely hammering it down. Um, which isn't helping. Yeah. So shall, let's, I give let's you a, shall I give you a consumer affairs one, Adam? I know you like those. Yes. <laughs> so um, I backed a web, web comic artist's book pre-order 
Um, so they were trying to get a load of people to say they wanted to buy the book to fund the printing of the book. And that was, what, three, four months ago? And I just received an email from the people organising the pre-order saying, due to unprecedented demand, we can't send you a first edition of this. We're going to send you a second edition. It's like, well, it's not unprecedented demand if I pre-ordered. Like, that's literally <laughs> precedented. <laughs> that's, that, that's unforgivable. Mm. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not pleased. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's literally the whole point of pre-orders is so you know how many pre-orders you have yeah. before I, you I pre-ordered and prepaid to fund someone else's print run of a book. I'm not getting. <laughs> Essentially, what's happened at the moment? Wow. Well, I mean, uh, that's yeah. That's that's pretty shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is an appropriately shit note for us to finish the podcast, right? I think so. Let's uh, let's wrap it up. Um, thanks for listening. If you've got this far, you haven't got this far. I'm talking to no one, right? Um, <laughs> we'll be we'll be back soon, probably sometime. Who knows? Um, but for now, cheers. cheers.